Welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot these two. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with what's going on you guys happy friday happy hour i want to give a big gigantic fat shout out to all of our sick listeners right now because you will feel my pain and if you love us even two percent you'll still listen to this episode even though my voice sounds like trash and has sounded like trash for two weeks and the lady at urgent care said it's probably not getting better anytime soon (laughs) is that all this episode is called Taking Out the Trash. When you told me that you were really, really sick, so buyer beware, I thought that you were more of a Brooke Davis husky, you know, couple cigarettes, uh, was out late type of voice. No, you just God, I wish. You just <laughs> nasally. This isn't going to do you any favors at karaoke this weekend. No, for some reason. So the boy I'm also loosely seeing is sick and he sounds like raspy, like he smokes eight packs a day. And let me tell you, it's hot. Yeah. It's hot. Okay. Mm-hmm. I sound like your sound whiny little, little neighbor. I sound like your whiny little neighbor kid down the street who wants to play with you, who's an only child, and they don't have any siblings to play with, so they try and play with you. That's what I sound like. That sounds like what you were 15 years ago. And, and <laughs> Indeed. Um, we've got a great show for you guys today. And a lot of- <laughs> we got a great hey whoopee we've got a great show for you guys today in light of valentine's day coming around the corner we have a guest for you next week so we decided to focus on valentine's this week we are going to be talking about two a little two-folder the perks of being single since we are both single right now it's rare when abby is as well um the perks of being single and also learning to date yourself and loving spending time alone and figuring out who you are so we got a little twofer for you 100%. And also, before we kick off all of that fun stuff, I have a story. I must unburden myself on this podcast. Okay. Live and in action. This is Ashley's pure reaction to my story because she's not heard this. This happened literally today. Oh, okay. Should yeah. I guess what's the genre? Does it involve work, pleasure, or alone time? It involves Suntan City. So do it that way you will. Oh, was it like was it like in Christmas with the Grinks when she's like, oh dear God, this should be outlawed when she looks in the mirror at herself? <laughs> oh, it's Did you so smack much your head worse. on the roof uh, and no, start bleeding? It's worse. It's worse. Okay. I can't even like hold on. <laughs> okay. Okay, I, I can get through the story. I can get through the story. You should ask Suntan City if they'll do a, a discount code with us. That would be stunning. Okay. So for those who don't know, a big topic of what we're going to talk about on this podcast is how I'm going to Miami with a boy. So exciting. Okay. It's actually all we've been talking about personally as well. <laughs> it's the only thing keeping me going, only thing to look forward to right now. And I'm so pale right now. I was like, okay, I'm going to try and figure this out. Suntan City's having a deal. They're always having a deal, let me tell you. I told you about two months ago that your hands were ungodly pale. And I think yeah, it was that so mean. you took it so to heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really, <laughs> and really I did. noticed that you are bashful about when we when we hung out in person I'm because part of my identity is like the fact that I'm kind of tan and so when I'm really pale I don't feel like myself like Mm -hmm. really I don't so I was like I need to get a base anyway like get some melanin going in my skin so I don't absolutely fry in Miami because I'm gonna try and be in the sun like 24 7 so the moral of the story is I never lay 
in the sun beds. Like I only ever get sprays like sometimes, whatever, like not even that frequently. So I'm very new to the sun bed world. I know it's not good for you. Skincare people don't come for me. Like I'm only doing it four times. Do you it's put on, do you put on sunscreen obviously right before you go in? Oh, I raw dog it. I just oh. go right in there. <laughs> okay. I just I just take off my clothes and I get in that thing that you looks wear, like a spaceship. You wear a, ba- a bathing suit, right? No. Oh, you go completely in the You nude. don't want tan lines. It's literally the whole point of a tanning bed. Oh, I guess. You can See, be nude. so true. I guess in the movies, they're always wearing a bathing suit because, like, it's a movie. That's that's a good point. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> so I'm in one, one of the new tanning beds I haven't tried before because there's, like, different levels. There's fast, faster, fastest, and instant. Okay? So today I was in fastest for nine like minutes. Shout toast. out to my girl at Sundance City helping me through this journey. Are all of the workers ungodly tan? Most of them. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty funny. I go after work. I go into this new room, and this one has double doors that close together. This was recently. This was like a few hours this ago. This was today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. 100%. Double doors as opposed to most rooms that just have the regular one door. And it says on the door, like, please make sure a door latches. And so you close one door. It's like a fridge. You close one door, and then you close the other door, and then you lock it. It's and also like, like when right, you go cool. to the zoo, and there's like a bird room, and there's a double door, mm-hmm. so then the birds double get doors. <laughs> Very, very stressful time. No, but I'm like, okay, whatever. Like the doors were kind of flimsy. So you had to kind of slam it a little bit and then it jostled in place and I locked it and I got undressed and got in the tanning bed, thought nothing of it. Uh You're laying there. And for anyone who's like kind of claustrophobic, like me, like just a tiny bit, like honestly, people could be way worse than me. I I think I could do an MRI. I think I could do an MRI, like just fine. But like, for some reason, like, you're so enclosed in this thing and you're just laying there for a while and, like, your mind starts reeling, you know, and you're just kind of like, okay, like, is the time up? Like, you get a little anxious. What and if it gets stuck and it gets – what if it gets stuck and it won't open? It doesn't close all the way like that. Oh, okay. And there's an What if the button. hinges get stuck? What if there's an issue? I'm sure people have been sued. I'm yeah. sure there's been issues. So anyways, I'm laying there frying like a piece of toast <laughs> and I hear voices of like people just like passing by in the hallway, like whatever. It's this long hallway with like rooms back to back to back to back. So people are talking, whatever. And like I'm listening and I'm like, their voices sound kind of loud. Like they must be having a conversation like right out my door. And then all of a sudden, your eyes are closed the whole time, obviously. you. I feel like <laughs> the light shift like the light is shifting underneath my eyelids and I'm like, what's going on? And I crack open my eyes <laughs> and the Sunshine City lady is standing over me with the bed that I'm laying in open, staring down at my naked body. <laughs> thing, I confirmed that you were nude when the story started if other people hadn't known that. <laughs> She's staring did at me. Did you get spooked? Yes, we were both extremely <laughs> spooked. And I go, oh. It's like opening a coffin. Yeah, it's like opening a coffin and I'm nude. And she's like, oh. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and she's like, I'm so sorry, girl. Like, your door was wide open. So she closed it quickly. <laughs> no, she did. She did. She did. She closed it quickly. But as she was doing that, she was like, I'm so sorry, girl. Like, your door was wide open. Like, my bad. So that means at some point during my session, my doors that were loosely latched somehow, yeah. some way, even though well, I locked it, did. cracked open, which means <laughs> I'm just laying there in the nude in the bed for anyone in the hallway to just be walking by. 
And this bitch probably has the image of my naked body like seared into her brain forever and ever. And also, also a couple things. Um, did clearly like she could see it was on. Like, why didn't she verbally say, "Is there someone in here?" Because she's dumb as rocks, Ashley. That's why she's so dumb and bad at her oh, job. Was she, was she like? An, did it? I'm sure she's like twenty. Year? She's okay. probably like twenty. Okay. But anyways, yeah. She. I don't know why she didn't take the precautions. Obviously, if the door's body. open. First of all, let's let's look at the evidence here. The door is open, but all my clothes are off to the side, like my shoes and my clothes in a little pile. You know, like clearly the bed is on. There's somebody in there laying. In there. Like what do you, I don't understand like what went through her brain where she was like I'm just gonna open it and see what happens. I'm sure the on and off button is very clear, and I'm sure there's like a light next to it that turns on and off when it's right. on and off. So did, it was you, very did you start clearly laughing? on. Did you start laughing? Afterwards, I actually took a mental like inventory and was like, "How do I feel right now?" Because I think most people genuinely would be absolutely fucking mortified yeah like, if it had to happen to someone you're the person for it to happen to right because I thought it was kind of funny I wasn't even laughing but I took an actual inventory and I was like wow I must be so secure in myself because I don't even feel embarrassed right now <laughs> <laughs> and also like I hadn't eaten in a while so I was feeling kind of snatched like my tummy <laughs> so I was like you know what it could have looked way I worse say something. you are more comfortable than others being in my nude nude body being nude in fact in school, your direct roommate had to have a conversation with you that was like, Abby, of course we can change in front of each other, but I don't need you walking around naked and having a full conversation with me. Right. I don't need you coming up to my bed while I'm laying down <laughs> on my phone and standing there <laughs> with your entire body in my face having a conversation with me. And that is totally 100% valid and fair. Um, That is hysterical. Obviously, you were laying face up, right? <laughs> Yeah, laying on my back. So that was just really, truly something I'll never forget. And I had to share it on the podcast immediately. Hysterical. Oh, about your trip. Since you're going to be frolicking around on beaches, are you going to go get a wax before? Because I know that you have a lot of ups and downs when it comes to waxing. Great question. I will not be getting a wax this time, mostly because I would rather pocket that $70 and use them for food and drinks or activities in Miami. A razor is free, basically, <laughs> for as long as I keep them going, and for as I'll long figure as I keep it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. I try to house. keep my razors for as long as I possibly when can. you were at my house last month, <laughs> the, first, the first night after I picked you up from the airport, I think you were like, can I take a shower? And I said, of course. And, I, and since I know that you have no boundaries because you're an only child, I was like, of mm. course you can. Don't touch my sponge. Don't touch my razor. <laughs> don't touch my razor. Yeah. Don't touch my loofah. Yeah, don't touch my personal stuff. Thank you for setting the boundaries. That is literally so funny. And I'm so (laughs) glad that happened to you because your misfortune is always all of our delight. Fans, friends, foes. It's all of our delight. It's my gift. It's my gift to the world. Yeah. That's hysterical. I'm probably going to give everyone like not PTSD, but like extra anxiety whenever they get in the tanning bed now because they're going to think that somebody is going to like just open it. And a lot of people are as secure in their body as you are. (laughs) We'll all Um, get there one day. That's so true. But if you do want to feel more secure in your body, then boy, do we have something for you. Okay. Here's the deal. First form is where it's at for all of my health and wellness girlies. And let me tell you why. We have been trying first form for a few months, I would say. Uh Uh-huh. 
And the beauty of it is when you go onto their website, which the link is in our show notes, if you're at all curious, you go and you look through all these products and it seems really overwhelming. They seem like really manly products. They look like they do. men are dry scooping them. But really, it's just me dry scooping them. <laughs> Little old me. Enough for the both speak. of us. <laughs> yeah. But they have a little bit of everything, which is what is so perfect because everybody has different goals, different workouts, different lifestyles. And so you can find anything that you could possibly want on the First Form website, whether that be a new greens that you drink every morning, different protein powders, so many flavors under the sun. If you want to try a new flavor of protein powders, or maybe you don't like the Premier Protein or Muscle Milk Protein Shakes, but you want to make some at home, that's all great alternatives. So many different things to try there. And what's most exciting is the app. Ashley loves the app. I'll let you talk about it. Yes. If you feel like you don't want to dry scoop protein, that's just not you. They have so much workout attire on their website, which is reasonably priced, and they're always having sales. I've ordered some. I gave some to one of my friends, and she loved it too. Let me tell you, I went to town because I'm not dry scooping as much as you are, so I have a lot of cash to burn on this. I ordered a ton of I have enough leggings. I'm not a huge legging girl. I also live in California, so I ordered a ton of shorts for working out. A bunch of tank tops. Those are good for my tennis my tennis lessons. Lovely. <laughs> a jacket, a sweater. Not sweater, you know. A workout jacket that you zipper. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about, the kind that people go. Wait, I want a workout jacker that I zipper. Go get it. Jacker. Because... <laughs> Because if it's absolutely frigid outside, I'll just, like, wear my Patagonia zipper. But, like, I don't want to be sweating in that all the time. That's not really made for that. So I wear one of those guys. Um, They also have backpacks. They have different stuff, like protein shaker, that type of stuff, back to the protein. And then if you're absolutely intimidated by all of this, they have an app, which the link gets it for you for $12.99, which gives you access to a personal trainer, personal workout plans, personal meals. It gives you the opportunity to chat with someone, a nutritionist, a trainer. Really, and like health is wealth. And if you have the knowledge, I think that's really what sets them apart because you can literally talk to someone who knows what the hell they're talking about and be like, These are my goals. This is my body type. This is what I want to happen with it. This is my health goal for the year. And they can tell you exactly what you need. And I think think that there's evidence that we are getting a tiny bit older because (laughs) do you ever download a brand new app and you're like, I don't know how this works. I need someone to give me a lesson. Like you feel like your mom using something for the first time. This one is so user-friendly. You log on and ask you what your goals are, what your measurements are right now. If you want to remain the same and just keep up your health and wellness, if you want to lose weight, if you want to gain weight, and then you can customize some workout plans from there. Also, I will say... As Ashley was talking about what she ordered, I did go look at the apparel, and the people on this website are ripped. <laughs> I know. They're no us. It's, it's absolutely <laughs> nuts the, the amount of ripped these people are. They wouldn't be ashamed to be um, butt-ass naked in a tanning booth. No, no, they wouldn't. <laughs> Uh, so those are some of the products that we have for you and we have a link for free shipping we also have a discount on the app and just information in general if you want to chat with us personally about it or if you want to chat before you purchase anything on their website you can do that too with one of their representatives so go there's some really cute sports bras on here i didn't even oh see i did these. get one of those as well oh my gosh how exciting okay yeah you guys support our show support yourself Check it out. Link in the show notes. And also while we're at it in our link tree, we now have a link which has a bunch of different affiliate codes for you just for fun. We're not going to waste time doing a real sponsored ad on them, but a bunch of affiliate codes. One is for the five minute journal, which we talked about a few episodes ago, and I've been living a lot. 
Okay, let's get into the meat, the meat and potatoes, if you will. We should call the podcast <laughs> Meat and Potatoes because we only talk about important stuff. That's what you think of this podcast as we only talk about important stuff. That's just, a stretch. We just spent 12 minutes talking about your bare body. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is actually important, though. That's really important. I had to share immediately. Okay, so first, first form, first leg of the race. First and foremost. <laughs> first foremost. <laughs> first and foremost. <laughs> We are going to talk about dating yourself before we get into living your best single life, which I know Abby is chomping at the bit for, but we're chomping. We're going to ha- try and keep her focused until we get around there. <laughs> um, in light of Valentine's Day, which is what? What are you giggling about? I was looking at this thing and it's like a women's wrestling singlet outfit. <laughs> and I'm like, does anybody, is anybody running low? What is relatable to us is Valentine's Day. We love it, and it's around the corner. Um, so that's why we're talking about this subject matter. First things first, let's talk about dating yourself. Dating yourself. That is so important. So this is like being single, right? No, not <laughs> not quite yet. This is about learning to enjoy life with yourself and not with a body to keep yours warm at night. <laughs> Like I don't need no man kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, and then we'll and then we'll and then we'll pivot. So I want to kick you. things off by saying when you <laughs> have any, cut that out. When you, no, no, I'm not <laughs> going to. Um, I'm not. Um, so you know when you have a new crush, you have a new one every week, right? I have a new one like every day. <laughs> In fact, when Abby posted her um, January recap thing on her on her Instagram story, she sent mm-hmm. me one that was just the men, all the different men. <laughs> Before men of the month of january yeah men of the month um like book of the month but it's a day every week so first things first is that you want to know everything about a new crush right abby when you have a new crush yeah. you just want to know everything about him you're infatuated by him yes i get really obsessive <laughs> and i think other people fatal, fatal <laughs> probably, attraction. probably do too no but like because you're so excited and like uh-huh. all of the serotonin is flowing and so you like look them up on linkedin on facebook on instagram they're tagged photos their old girlfriends you stalk their old girlfriends on instagram you stalk like their brothers who else in their family is their mom public on facebook let's look at their family vacations where do they go like you can find out so much these days not just that but you go on fast people search and you put in his name and you find out what his childhood home looked like and then when you finally hang out with him you're like hold on let me pull up yelp like to go look at this restaurant or something and he sees the search and it's his house totally Um, and you're like oh sorry nothing to see here (laughs) so if you want to know everything about a new crush i think it is vitally important that if you're going to like yourself you need to get excited about discovering parts of yourself that you didn't know before right which is hard to do because i feel like i know myself pretty well and i like know who i am but i guess a lot of people don't yeah (laughs) (laughs) stars they're not just like us we both I, I would agree we both like ourselves a lot, but I know that we both aren't thrilled with too much time alone. Too much time alone for us is like a death sentence. Kevin For Bacon. sure. I will go nuts. Somebody was asking me like there's some people who like just want to live alone in their twenties oh. and it like makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, like, doesn't it just sound so nice to you? And I'm like, Holy shit. Like yes. I think I would off myself in two weeks. I don't think I'd be able to handle that. <laughs> the voice impression you that you did into silence. The like, voice no. impression you did was Jennifer Coolidge adjacent. 
holy shit yeah no no, no. I, I was actually just talking about that with someone never. there's nothing worse in my personal opinion than living alone <laughs> but i know some people crave that uh but we 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 do not so this is also geared i'm more so for people that don't live alone because if you're lived alone you're forced to spend time alone and i get some people like that i can't imagine liking it um but i get it not for things. me not, not for, for me. me. Um, so you're going to start by planning some dates for yourself and figuring out the big and small things that bring you joy, bring you happiness some introspection, some seeing who we can meet in the wild, learning how to talk to strangers without the crutch of another person with you. What are some of your favorite activities that you do alone? Because I feel like you actually do more things autonomously than I do. I feel you're like you're kidding. always like... I thought you did. Really? We're both yeah. like, I thought you did. Something that I think is such a joy to do alone is let's say that you're going to a nice area of town that has a bunch of stores and you're making returns or you're shopping or something. Something mm-hmm. that I think is so fun is after you're done, before you go back home, is to go and get yourself an ice cream alone or go and get yourself a drink at a like a restaurant bar alone. You love an ice cream. Mm-hmm. I love an ice cream. I think about Ashley is that she loves an ice cream. Something else that I think is really enjoyable is farmer's market alone. I think that's so much fun. I think that, oh, a good activity is, let's say it's a rainy Sunday afternoon, going to a bookstore alone, picking out a book, going and getting a treat after. That's a really good one to do alone. I haven't really mastered the whole dinner alone or the like just sitting out that sounds really daunting far alone but i want to be her i think that uh having a dog is a good good crutch too like go to a park in a really pretty neighborhood take your dog in a book because you feel more purposeful when you have a dog with you mm-hmm. um oh, totally then you're not alone you're with your dog yeah um you're never your alone. Dog's not gonna date you you're never alone when you've got god <laughs> <laughs> that's true and that's the yeah. truth what are some of your ideas well, I personally do love reading in public alone, not only yes, because it makes, it makes me feel yeah, mysterious and like very cool and like main charactery, but also because it's nice because you don't have anyone to quite literally distract you from your book. You can actually focus on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so logistically, oh, it makes sense. Such a wonderful one when the weather's warm and if location allows is going to the beach alone, I think is so much fun. You take a book. Um, you just tan, you read, you text a friend, you go swimming, you observe all the other families around you, you see a lot of fun stuff, and then you come home to whoever you live with and you tell them about all the people that you watched. I think that one's such a good one. And that's beautiful, Ashley. Another one, this isn't obviously accessible 24-7. I think flying alone is <laughs> so much fun. I think airport, oh, airport I time not. alone is so fun. <laughs> I could not agree less. Oh, because you have to think when you're alone? I don't know. I can't stand it. I like desperately just want someone to travel with all the time because I get so bored and I'm like trying to read. I'm trying to watch Love Island on my phone. <laughs> like it just becomes overstimulating. Like I'm sweating. I have no one to bounce my stories off of, no one to laugh at my jokes. I don't Interesting. Like it. Okay. Yeah. Well, on that note, here are five easy steps to learn how to kind of date yourself a little bit more. And this is everyone's assignment actually for the month of February. Take yourself on a real honest to goodness date. I love an assignment. I know you do. You thrive on order. <laughs> the first order. one is to dress up just for yourself. Put on makeup. Put on an outfit that makes you feel good. This is the age-old thing, but you don't need to save the jacket or the new top for a special occasion. Good, Ashley. Cute. I used to be one of those people that was like, well, I can't just wear this to this casual thing, this, you know, really fancy top from wherever. But 
when the hell are we going to wear it if we're always saving it? And if we are always saving it, we're only going to wear it twice or something a year. That's not a great buy per or what is it? Price per wear. Yeah, price per wear. And if you already own it, you might as well wear it whenever the hell you want. Exactly. So time by yourself, dressing up for yourself is the perfect time to do it. Having a planless Saturday or planless night. And by that, I mean, let's say you're going to take yourself on your little date on a Thursday night or a Saturday morning. You maybe set a first little thing in in mind. For example, mine could be on Thursday, I'm going to go to happy hour alone at this restaurant. I'm going to sit at the bar. And it's planless because you're going to see who you can talk to and meet in that time and where that can carry you. That is such a good way to meet people in the wild is actually just going places alone. Totally. Because if you go, it's obviously easier to go with like your close friends and like whatever. Then if you go, like you're just going to hang out with your close friends. You're not going to try and like meet new people. And if meeting new people is one of your goals this year, that's going to be kind of tough. 100%. And it's planless because let's say you're sitting at that bar and you end up talking to some people that are next to you and then you just see where that evolves from there. Or let's mm-hmm. say you go to a hobby class or a workout class. It's planless because you see who you meet there, see where that unfolds. I love that. That's actually so smart. Life hack. Rule number three. If you are not going to a workout class or a hobby class as your date, you're going to like a bar, like I said, or to dinner, you are taking entertainment. So the pressure's off. For example, a book, a journal. If you're going to the farmer's market, maybe you're taking a camera and you want to practice photography while you're there. Ooh, that also would make you look so mysterious. So mysterious. Imagine wearing like like, real photos at the farmer's market. A long summer dress and a film camera at the farmer's market. People would eat you up. Put her in a movie. Put her in a movie right now. (laughs) Number Rule number four is to set a goal. That goal could be either to compliment someone, start a conversation with someone, or don't go on your phone the entire time. Cute, Ashley. I love to compliment someone. That's such a good idea. Yes, I thought of this all when I was on the Stairmaster. (laughs) The ideas be flowing out of you. Your step rule number five is make it a habit until you start enjoying it. So either weekly or monthly, whatever doesn't feel overwhelming to you. And then reward yourself. Maybe if you don't go on your phone for at least an hour, you're going to get to like, I don't know, call your mom when you get home or buy something that you've wanted for a while. Aww. It's your time to talk now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. In conversation, problem, that's usually the part where people respond. My problem respond. is like I'm trying to not cough, which is like okay. my issue over here. So let me run you through the t- five again in one in one sentence. The five rules of dating yourself. Dress up just for you. Planless Saturday or night. See where it takes you. Entertainment. Set a goal and make it a habit slash reward yourself when you complete it. Some might say a planless Saturday night isn't too hard to achieve. <laughs> <laughs> and some, and when I do have one of those, I feel like yeah. the whole world is ending. And all I need is to hang out with one person or text you again, and suddenly life is worth living again. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. It's so funny because I feel like this generation, like... No, we're everyone- so melodramatic. Everyone is protecting their peace a little too much to the point where we'll get to Saturday night and like if there's no plans, like no one's really taking initiative to make them and we're all just like, wait, so are we staying in? Like, well, some happening? people relish that. Like I come across people on TikTok that it's, they're like, Saturday night, like I can't wait mm-hmm. to make a pizza alone and be in bed by 830. <laughs> and I think to myself, that is my worst living nightmare. And well, I that's really. My, that's my dream for like the weeknights. That's yes. a dream for Monday to Thursday-ish. 
or yeah. Sunday, Sunday to Thursday ish, Friday, Saturday, and not both nights don't have to be bar nights. I think the perfect recipe is Friday night is a bar night, Saturday mm. night is an activity or a restaurant that counts. Activity. That counts. Activity. The issue with Nashville is like every activity involves drinking, so it all just like turns no, no. You can still bar. drink, but you're how about you're not pre gaming on a Saturday, <laughs> just on a Friday. We're taking it easy, yeah. Um, but no, I always see those TikToks and I think that is my worst nightmare, and I don't think I'm gonna mellow down with age on that. I think it's just my personality innately. <laughs> you're gonna be 45 and be like, "Damn, you guys! Like it's bar <laughs> night. It's Friday. <laughs> What's going on? Where's the pregame at?" 100. <laughs> yeah. Um, but a planless Saturday night. Um, if that's going to depress you to do an activity alone on a Saturday night, like it, it totally would for me. Let make it do a Saturday. It with one person. Yeah. yeah. Or if you're going right. to do the alone date yourself thing, I was going to say make it a Saturday morning thing, Sunday morning, Wednesday night, you know, something like that. There's so many hours in the day if you choose to get up before 11. So <laughs> that is that is very true. Thank you for contributing. So, so that's kind of how you're getting to know yourself, getting to love yourself. And now is on to what Abby's been chomping at the bit about, which is living your best single life. Finally, my time to shine. Can you Actually, give a little a little I, little te- oh. a little like background <laughs> yeah, about you? I actually have a hot take about mine. Okay. I'll, I'll go first because yours is like a, a Let's hear Bible. the hot take. It's like a Bible's <laughs> death. <laughs> yeah, it's like that long. <laughs> of dating history. So I haven't had like a serious relationship and my hot take, I, I don't mind going out with people and stuff. I'm also not going to like bend over backwards to be in one. My hot, t- unless they make me like, you know, laugh as much as Abby, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> my hot take is because I have been single for so long, it's that I have a real backbone when it comes to making plans. I'm mm. not saying that hanging out with your boyfriend on a Friday night is a cop out. I'm not saying that at all. I'm also saying that you didn't mm. have to toil away to make plans and you didn't have to be independent Mm -hmm. and like if I had a boyfriend I guess if I wanted every Saturday night to not be planless then I guess it wouldn't I like I could just call him like it's right and I think that's a big draw like honestly that is one of the big reasons people love being in relationships is because it it makes gives you plans it just gives you community it gives you belonging it gives you you someone to like hang out with at all times no matter what and what setting like you know yes and since I'm not willing to just pick up anyone for the sake of community I've had to have a backbone for making plans and I think it's made me a better person okay I I love that and I think that's why I also have a ringleader mentality because I've always been ring lud (laughs) ring lud Others are the ring. You've always led the ring. (laughs) Which is funny because I feel like you have always had a boyfriend. Yeah, I feel like you are like me. Like, when are you spending time with him? I feel like you're always dragging him along. I feel like you're still making the plans and you're always dragging him along to the plan. I feel like you actually have the exact same mentality as me. You just bring him with you. I do feel as though. Like, you are very opposite from anyone I've ever. I've treated men in the past like accessories, like 100%. handbags that I bring to my social settings. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they act like handbags. Yeah, They're just cheap like to Darcy look at, but there's not more. a lot going on <laughs> in the brain department. <laughs> and sometimes there's a little bit more there. And it's funny because every relationship that I get in, a lot of times people will be like, oh, like he is just not matching your energy. Like he's kind of a doormat. Like you're just kind of dragging him around. And I think I get scared that like the person I'm with isn't going to let me fully shine if they're also trying to shine. 
Yeah. But this is, you know, something I need to work out in therapy. This is a song for another time. Totally. But, you know, just just some self-reflection there. That I I'm feel like about. if I was currently in a relationship, I'd be much like you. Or even to the point where I'd be like, all right, like, who who wants to do something on a Friday night? And then like, oh, you're busy, you're busy, you're busy. All right, like, let me call my boyfriend. Like, I guess we won't do it. Or like, because also one of uh, our best friends told me this a while ago, and I use this phrase all the time. She was, she was like, don't invite me to your house on a Friday night to watch a movie. If I'm going to play dead, I'm going to play dead on my own couch at my own True. home. And I'm not going to have to leave. <clears throat> so yeah well, i also think it stems from me in high school i was that bitch that was like i got a boyfriend and no one will ever see me again like i completely so you got neglected, system already i neglected every single girlfriend every plan like my boyfriend was the pinnacle of my entire social calendar i was always trying to be with him whatever you know you're like in high school so you're dumb and in love and all that stupid shit and so I swore to myself after that relationship, I would never be that girl again because one, your friends are so important and guys, <clears throat> sorry, I need to clear my throat. Take that out. Your friends are so important. Guys will come and go throughout your life, but like your long-term female friendships are what matters and your relationship with yourself. And so I feel like I learned that at a very early age. Therefore, yes, I want to spend a lot of time with like my boyfriend and like whatever, but at the end of the day, like, can't be putting him above my friends. I don't want to you know? spend my prime hours of the week. <laughs> yeah, like, just social hours. can't be doing that again because that's not great. Okay, well, we'll talk about – we're going to have on the Celebrity Memoir Book Club girls soon. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about this with them because it's one of their theories. That's where I got it from. Um, but they have said in the past that if you did not have a relationship like the one you just described when you were in high school, a dumb love where you put him above everyone else and it, like it didn't work out, it's going to manifest later in life for you. Yeah, I think that's why everyone should really just try dating at a young age if possible because you get it out of your system. Yeah. You learn so much. You truly learn so much. Okay, so why don't you tell the fans the rundown. What's, <laughs> what's going on with you in the past month? So for anyone new who doesn't know, I talk about this shit all the time, but I went through a breakup in early November. I was the initiator. It took me six months, give or so, to come up with the courage to end this relationship. Um, And it was like an over a year long relationship, like, you know, a, a decent amount of time. Nothing to just wipe your eyes with, but clearly... You know, I was invested. It took. I met the parents. I went home for Christmas. I did all the things for the holidays, blah, 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 blah. And let me tell you, this man was blindsided. He thought we were, like, going to get married for sure. And I, like, don't know who gave him that idea. Maybe me. I don't know. I don't know where he got it. But <laughs> we were basically just on very different pages, which is fine. Oh, my God. So. <laughs> Go. The whole issue with me is that I always say, like, my dating issue is that I always say, like, I love being single, which I do. I genuinely do love being single. But I think to my core, I'm a relationship girly. I love, like, getting down to the vulnerable, deep roots of another person and, like, getting to know them on a deep level. And usually by the time that that happens they're in love with me okay and then we're dating i think you just like getting to know people and you like friendship but obviously it turns catapult into this thing with when it comes to a boy and i like when people are obsessed with me yeah and i like when i'm obsessed with them and i'm like a hopeless romantic i would say like i love love i love the idea of love i love seeing other people in love i love talking about love 
movies, songs, all that shit about love. I'm obsessed. Okay. So that's me to my core. I moved to Nashville. It's a new city. I don't know anyone. The last thing I should be doing is getting in a serious relationship because I have so many people to meet and date and hang out with. Yet the first thing I did was get in a relationship. And it's totally fine because looking back now, he was the only constant thing in a year full of drastic changes of my life. And that was really nice for me to have him. And he was a very good person and the relationship itself was good. But now that I'm single again, every time I get out of my relationships, I'm like, wow, this is what it feels like to be alive. This is who I am. I lost so much of myself while being in that relationship, which is how you know it's the wrong relationship. Newsflash, you shouldn't be losing yourself completely like losing parts of your identity in that person. So yes, going to try and not do that again. But I am doing like a bingo board of dating right now, which is really aggressive and it's so much fun. Have we not talked about this yet? No. And that was actually on my list of ways to live your best single life, which was it was figure out what you like and make a bingo card of partners to go and do it. Yes. So my bingo card of partners, it's really all across the board because I kind of like to value the diversity of experience. And when I get to the end of my life, I want to be able to say like, I left no stone unturned. Like I really did everything I wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? And I also don't think I necessarily have a type. Like everyone's always like, what's your type? Whatever. My type is literally a living, breathing man who's taller than me. That's my type. Yes. I like people of all shapes, colors, sizes. I like artsy like artistic people who can dress well and have tattoos I like gym rats I like godly people I like kind of nerdy like that that guy from criminal minds what's his name Reed (laughs) yeah maybe not that skinny but you you get the picture like if they're kind of nerdy and like interesting like I'm very attracted to that like I'm attracted to like so many literally any living breathing man And so because of that, I have this bingo board where it's like, I would like to go just on dates with don't, I don't have to be like in relationships with these people, but go on certain dates with someone with a man bun, someone absolutely covered in tattoos, someone over six, five, someone younger than me, someone 10 years older than me. You get the picture. Mm -hmm. There's like all these different parameters of different types of people to go on dates with, because although I'm learning about these people, I'm also learning about myself every single time. And I'm putting myself out there, being brave, going on dates, having fun, being single. And it's been going really well so far. It's been a very exciting journey and I'm having so much fun. What else would you like to know about it? Please talk about your dates that you've went on and how you've accrued them since becoming single. I do distinctly remember telling you, though, when you broke up, I said no fifth dates. And are you breaking yeah, Ashley's, that rule? Yeah, Ashley's giving me rules these days. Are you breaking that rule? Because there's so much you, more you when you're single, and it provides faller and folklore for the rest of us. Um, I'm single-handedly and, funding the, the stories for our friend group. And um, it just provides a lot of folklore, and you are, just have so much fun being single, and you're going to spend most of your life not single if everything goes according mm-hmm. to plan for you. So that's why I think you should go on no fifth dates now. Have you broken that rule? I haven't. I have a little exercise, if you will, for Mm. while you're single. And it involves more or less our favorite things to do. So we are going to do a few things. We are going to make a list of everything that we possibly want in a partner, even the petty Mm. stuff. You want him to be 6'4". I want him to be 5'10". You want him to 
I don't know, whatever else you want. I want him to dress nice, but not metrosexual. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I want I want him to dress like he might wear like a, a wool coat in the in the winter. Um, what's something you want? That's just silly. A throwaway. Um, a throwaway. I would like if they had a mustache. I think. Okay, there you go. And also the serious stuff too. Um, we're gonna make a list of every single thing. Our next list. We're going to make a list of every single thing that we want out of life. We want to have a kid. We want to have a kid. If you want that, we want to do X, Y, and Z, make this much money, you know, buy a property here. And then the third one is just for fun. Everything that you want. um, What was the last one? Everything you want out of yourself, which is like a bucket list, basically. I want to travel here. I want to learn to play guitar. All this. Then we're going to go through these three lists. Remember, first one is men or partner. Second one is serious what you want out of life. Third is speculus. And we're going to highlight the non-negotiables. Wow. Like if I die and I didn't go to yeah. Thailand, I'm going to be really upset. If right. I, if my, I don't, I really don't want to marry someone, we'll say, who like doesn't believe in God. That's one for both right. of us. I'm going to be really upset if I never have a kid. I'm still verdicts out on that. But <laughs> you're going to go Stay through tuned. and highlight the non-negotiables. And then that might help you with your dating journey if you're serious about it. Wow, that's really good and meticulous. Mm-hmm. And what good journaling prompts as and well. I actually got that from someone's, the the list about the partner. I got that from one of our best friends, <laughs> one of her family members. We were talking about dating for some reason a long time oh. ago. But for example, your bingo, bingo crossing off the bingo card could be something on your list. Right. And I think that it's really important for me this year to not jump into anything because I have so much life to live. (laughs) And I just don't understand. Like, I totally get how some people want to date for marriage, but I don't know, like, why people have to look down upon the other kinds of dating because I think it's very valid to want to date to get to know other people and yourself more. Like, even if you can fully recognize and be honest with other people about how how you're maybe not necessarily looking for a super serious relationship i think people will admire that honesty it also reminds me of all the sitcoms from growing up like seinfeld and sex in the city where every single episode's like oh i went on one date with so-and-so oh yeah i broke up with a girl that i went on you know two months of dates with it used to be so so casual Mm -hmm. like in the 90s people would just date here or there like multiple people and it was so fine i think it was because of the lack of over communication like no yeah, true. I really had oh my god, so true. It. And um, no social media. Like they can't see if you're like posting with other people. Totally. So continue uh-huh. on your reckless. Oh, the question was before you started hacking yes. up a lung, an iron lung, was <laughs> who mm. are the people that you have gone on dates with in this yes. living your best single life, and how did you acquire them? So the first two I acquired in really fun, fascinating ways. And if you follow me on TikTok, you will have heard the story. But both men I went on dates with when I first became single were 33 years old, which is nine years older than me. I'm 24. So we're almost to that 10 years older than me on the bingo card. I don't know if we're going to count it. As an aside, I was reading a book the other night and the girl was 24 for a while. And when she was talking about it, I was like, oh, my God, 24 is like an infant. If you just zoom out, whenever I'm talking about myself or my closest friends and I think of 24, I think of like, oh, God, you're getting older. But when I think Mm -hmm. of it in the context of someone else completely removed – like in a movie or a book 24 is so young it really is so young like our frontal lobe isn't even fully formed so rest easy people rest (laughs) easy knowing that (laughs) 
Rest is easy. <laughs> okay, so the first two. First two both happened to be 33. The first one, I was at a live taping of a singing competition show, a reality competition show. And I was in the audience, whatever, blah, blah, blah. There was multiple bands getting up there. And one of the guys was the lead singer of the first band that went up. And he was pretty cute. And me and my friend who were both in the audience together were calling him Walmart Wallen because he was like kind of a Morgan Wallen vibe uh-huh. with like the long hair. And we're like, cute, whatever. Then like two hours later, as the show's still going on, I go into the hallway to grab a snack. And I run into him in the hallway and I'm like, here we go. My time to shine. Turn on the charm, (laughs) sis. And just for some context, I'm wearing a white tank top, denim shorts, cow print, cowgirl boots in a giant green leather jacket with fur on the collar. That's what I'm wearing. Oh, like a Penny Lane one. Yes, I remember. With my hair up in a pony. And I was feeling cute. So love that for myself. But like wearing such a ridiculous outfit always gives me confidence. And so I was talking to him and just like telling him like, good job out there. Your band sounded great. Like you never really knowing where a conversation is going to go. Like it might've ended right there. But instead he's like, what's your name? Where are you from? Where do you live? How do you like Nashville? You know, like the conversation was just flowing and he was giving me such intense eye contact to this day. I remember it. He like bores into your soul because I also saw him at a bar like months later and he did it again. It's and I was like, like that, you've got to stop with those like eyes. that meme of uh, Miley Cyrus with the intense blue eyes. It's so intense. <laughs> and also his voice when he talked was like really slow and like Matthew McConaughey vibes. And I was like feeling it. I was eating that shit up. And I was like, oh my God, hi. And so he was like, we should grab a drink sometime. You're really cute. What's your number? And I was like, like dying because this was less than 24 hours after I had broken up with my boyfriend so I was like all sad and fragile and I'm like look at me getting asked out in the wild organically so went on a date with him nothing really came from it he was too busy filming his tv show blah 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 the second one I was on Broadway with a group of my girlfriends and he was the lead singer again of a band who performs every Saturday night at this bar And I put my number and my name in his tip jar because we ended up staying for their entire set. We were like flirting with the band, making eye contact, picking songs, blah, blah, blah. And he came up to me afterwards because we were hanging around and he was like, some girl put her number in my tip jar. Like, do you know who this could be? He like obviously knew it was me. And so I went on a date with him and again, nothing came from it. But like, how fun was that? So that knocks off two bingo boards, country singer and almost 10 years older than me. Okay, and then what about the rest? Who else are you juggling? When I went home for Christmas, I did go on a date with a 21-year-old college kid. So that that, uh, that checks off the box for younger than me, three years younger than me. And that was interesting as well. Yeah. Very interesting. Met him at my gym, asked him if he could help me adjust the bench on one of the machines. And he did. We got to talking. He asked me out. We went on a couple dates. Bada bing, bada boom, the circle of life. <laughs> and then what about the motorcycle? <laughs> Two years ago, summer of 2021, <laughs> I think. Yeah, 2021, it had to be. Yeah, summer before last. I met this guy in a bar um, every year. Ashley and I's friend group, we do a trip to Huntsville, Alabama, and we have our favorite <laughs> bar that we go to. What it's is so it called? Random. It is called. Is it called Whiskey Bottom? Yes, it is. I always call Whiskey Row Whiskey Bottom. Whiskey Bottom? I always mix up the two. Yes, it's Whiskey Bottom. 
yeah, there's a mechanical bull, there's bras hanging from the ceiling, and there's dance floor. What more could you want? <laughs> if we either of us, place. if either of us or any of us ever have a home bar as an adult, like in the garage or something, mm-hmm. it would be funny to hang bras from the ceiling. Totally. We're so into that. <laughs> so I love this bar. We always meet groups of people there every time we go. And this time we met this guy and his two friends and whatever. We ended up like heading it off with them, played games with them all night, whatever. And this guy got my information, like my Snapchat and my Instagram. I don't, I think he got my number. I don't really know. But we exchanged information. And literally two years later, we're still somewhat in loose contact in some weird way. And he's like, hey, I'll be in Nashville coming up around New Year's. Like, let's, I would love to take you out sometime. And me being the honest, transparent queen I am goes, okay, well, just so you know, like, I'm not actually looking to date anyone right now. But like, that's very nice. Like, I'm flattered that you asked me. He's like, okay, well, I didn't ask you to be in a relationship with me. I asked if we could like have a fun night out in Nashville. And I said, then I'm your girl. But only one, one caveat is like, you have to take me on your motorcycle. And he was like, deal. And so he, we had this whole night planned. We went out on his motorcycle. It really hurt my vagina after a while because you were sitting (laughs) on that thing forever and ever. Like, I don't know how people do that. Um, but we like romped around the city and got drinks and hung out. And it was honestly such a fun, lovely evening. So I don't know what on my bingo board that knocks Ride off. Ride a motorcycle. Ride a motorcycle with in a the guy. context of, yeah, in the context of a male. Motorcycle date. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> check. And then there's also been other people that don't necessarily check off your bingo board. You're just having fun. Just having fun. And one of these guys who I actually am starting to like a lot, so somebody pray for me, is the one that's taking me to Miami. And so there's a bingo board for you. Boy, taking me to Miami. <laughs> and what in all of these um, mm-hmm. misadventures, what have you learned about life, love, and the pursuit of happiness? And why do you think well, people should do this? I learned something about myself and it's, I can have fun with quite, quite literally anyone, okay. which is a good, good a trait to have. Yeah. Like I can turn anything into something fun, even if the guy's like not really bringing it with the energy wise. I also think it's important not to get too attached mm. when you're doing things like this, because I see a lot of girls my age going through dating. And let me tell you, it can be quite the minefield out here and people will just like, worry constantly about if the guy's gonna text you back and how much he likes you and if he's thinking this well sister let's flip the script do you even like him like this is also an assessment is is do you like this person or do you just want him to like you because that's a very real question you have to ask yourself do you just want this person to think that you're hot and validate those things within yourself? Because if you just want to be validated, are you interested? Yeah. Go to a bar on a Friday night and just talk to some people. <laughs> exactly. Validation secured. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. So I think the first thing we need to be asking ourselves is, do we even like this person? Take a step back because like we said, we can get really obsessive when we have crushes. We, the proverbial we being anyone can get really obsessive and like, formulate this entire story of who this person is based on like their social media and like your few interactions with them and the way that you talk to them. But really you haven't even given that person a chance to show you who they are. And I think that only comes Mm. with time and with trust and with, you know, multiple, multiple, multiple dates. So I think we need to not get ahead of ourselves is like number one rule on my list of what I've learned. Um, I've also learned that I think I need 
someone who's definitely more quiet and introverted than me, but not so far on the other spectrum that when I bring them to social events and things, they're going to be like hating their life or stuck to me on my hip the whole night. And so that's like a delicate balance that I have to find because I used to think I wanted somebody who matched my energy, but guess what? I went on a date with a guy from my gym. He matched my energy and it was insufferable. It was horrendous. <laughs> After like three dates, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like yeah. he was cocky. He was loud. He was the center of attention. All the things that I'm supposed to be. Yeah. And we can't be both. We can't both be that. Like it's too much. And you only find these things out by trial and error by mm-hmm. dating people. Hmm? That's beautiful. I think it's important that if you are somebody who wants to start dating and you think that now might be the time, just don't take it too seriously. That's really the bottom line. If you put so much pressure on every single date or every single person you're talking to, too much pressure on yourself, pressure on everything in general, it's not going to make it fun. It's going to take the fun out of dating. Dating is supposed to be fun. That is really the bottom line. It's not supposed to be stressful anxiety inducing you don't you shouldn't have to like pre-game your dates like just be yourself and the right people will be brought into your life if you put out good energy good energy will be brought back so just go out there get to know yourself get to know others and don't take it too seriously what's what's meant to be will be yeah also act your age you know you're only whatever age 24 have fun with it yeah you're only in your mid-20s once (laughs) go nuts (laughs) have a ball Okay, we're going to go into some snack time, which we haven't, I don't think we did last week. So what what do we have for each other? I've only read one book, but I did start a new show. Oh, good. I've only read one book and I didn't start a new show, but I'm super excited for you and I'm super excited for Outer Banks coming out. Oh, you meant for me, me being you to talk about my (laughs) I'm super excited for you, Ashley. No, the show you with Penn Badgley. I'm super excited for that. We are also literally 1,000% going to start a book club, but not on this episode because we, again, didn't talk about it before this episode started. But the book I read, the book I read would have been great for book club, and you totally should read it. I think you'd love it. It's called Una Out of Order. Una's her name, not a common name. Um, And it's about this girl, and it starts in the, I think, the late 80s or so, and she is 19 years old. Her birthday's on New Year's Day, so it's New Year's Eve. She's 18 years old. She's in love with her boyfriend. She's having a little birthday party. She's trying to decide if she should travel with her boyfriend's band that she's also in or study abroad next year and, like, go to college. So she's Uh. at a crossroads in life. And she wakes up on New Year's Day only, like, mentally being 19, but in her 50-year-old self's body. And everything is totally different. And so every New Year's Day, she wakes up only being mentally a year older but in a different pinpoint or a different stage of her life. What the heck? But it sounds confusing, but it was so good. And I thought that it was like easy to follow. So she might wake up at like 21 one year, 27, 32, and it goes back and forth and all over the board. And she might wake up on New Year's Day and she might have a significant other. And it goes all over the place. But I thought it was really good. It kept me totally interested. And there were some parts that were really heartfelt and nostalgic. The whole time, was she, like, learning about the way her decisions impacted the course of her life? Or what was yeah. she learning? About how decisions impact the course of your life, how they also might not. Like, if stuff is meant to be, it's just meant to be. Um, but obviously, in the first few chapters, like, she has trouble. Like, come on. That sounds wild. Can you imagine? And also, 
the one constant in her life the entire time, which she discovers the first year she jumps, is her assistant. She has a male assistant. And her mother, her mother is the other constant in her life. They're the Aww. only two that know about it. So that was really fun. I loved it. Okay, love. Your turn. Love the book rack. Um, I just finished The It Girl by Ruth Ware. I feel like you've been dragging that like a dead body. Let me tell you, <laughs> I am in the biggest reading rut of my entire oh, life. Oh my gosh. It's really rough, um, but I'm excited to start something new. So maybe I'll start one of your recommendations or I have a yeah. few from the library just sitting on my shelf collecting dust ready to be picked <laughs> up. Read something light and fun. Yes. But in the terms of what I've been watching and consuming, I have been loving Love Island. Nobody come for me. Uh, I'm so into it. Love Island Australia season four. If anyone wants to talk about it and has seen it, I would love to discuss. (laughs) And then also I'm watching the second season of Firefly Lane, which is a book that Ashley and I read together, actually. Yes. I love the second season. You remind me so much of Polly. Um, it's cute. The show that I'm watching is not cute or anything of that nature, but you would love it. And I'll have to give you my login because it's on Showtime. It's called Your Honor. And it starts with a boy. He's like 16 or 17. And his dad is the town judge. It takes place in New Orleans, actually. His dad is like the judge of the town. And he is driving and he, I don't, and this isn't spoiling it. The premise is that he accidentally hit the kid his age who's on a motorcycle and kills him and he drives away because he panics. Oh, God. And so everything like spirals from from there. Wow. That sounds really good, actually. It is really good. And because I'm not yeah. on it, I'm honestly not that into shows these days. Yeah. I, I, I don't like it. It's such a commitment. Like after I finish Little Island, Australia, I can't I cannot watch another show in so long because there's 29 episodes. 29. And are they an hour? Yes. That's a lot of your life. It's a lot of my life and it's so exhausting. I wish they could make the seasons like 15 episodes. Honestly, after episode 15, things start getting wacky. It's nuts. They just keep bringing people to the villa. No, I like short and sweet stuff. Like 10 yeah. episodes per season, maybe one season. I don't want more. I love a mini series. Oh, also, the, the other thing I watched and I also cry at every single time is the Miss Americana documentary. Uh, you're, you you are it. never not watching the Miss Americana if you documentary. haven't seen it in a while, it's time to rewatch it. It's You've still never on Netflix. not seen it in a while. You're I always watch watching it. I watch it semi-annually. I watch it twice a year. You are literally year. always watching Miss America. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm always crying too. Always crying. Um, anyways, well, I hope that you guys have a fun Valentine's, whether you're celebrating it with someone or just some friends. It's always a fun little holiday to brighten up the dead, absolute dead of winter. And we will have a guest for you next week. You'll have some Abby Miami content. <laughs> you know, she loves to get into little situations. And if you don't I'm already, about to pop the hell off on that thing. If, <laughs> I've, I was built for Miami. This is my Super Bowl, baby. It's going to be so good. If you don't already follow us on TikTok and also Instagram, and then in the show notes, we have all of the codes that we mentioned and some other fun stuff down there. And follow Abby on TikTok while you're at it. Have so much fun, you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.